One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Today we've got a crazy entitled parent story of someone trying to control somebody else's living space. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, grandma won't shut up about my appearance. Let's get to the point. My grandma will not shut up about my appearance. It's honestly getting on my nerves. For context, this has been going on since November of 2022. She won't stop telling me she wants my hair shorter because I finally have hair down to my neck. I'm a male, by the way. She hates it when I have any kind of dye in my hair. I dyed it black and she told me it was way too black. Then one time I went on over to her house to help with some work and I was trying to pull my hair back to keep it out of my face. She saw I was struggling and said she'd help. I followed her inside and told her to please not use any product that would make my hair sticky or hard and not a lot of product either. But she doesn't listen to me at all and does it anyway. I didn't complain as it had already started and I never saw it coming anyway and this is only my hair. My clothes are another thing. I got a new jacket for my birthday and I loved it. I had pictures of a coffin and below it it said, Future Corpse. I thought it was amazing and the jacket was soft, perfect for lounging around the house. But my grandma had other things to say about it. She told me it was tacky and made me look like I was a Satan worshipper. Something to note here is, I believe in the Norse religion, Vikings and such. So me being a devil worshipper in her eyes isn't totally inaccurate as Christians see the Norse as satanic, as one of the symbols is a pentagram-looking thing. My grandma even hates it when I tell her I went to a hot topic to grab myself a bigger jacket. Again, she calls me an unfaithful grandson and tried to force me to join her church. Heck, she once tried to baptize me while I was staying the night. I quickly hopped in my car and left after that. She wants me to go to counseling to try and straighten me out as she puts it, but I'm not going. I won't be forced to believe in something I don't really think is true, and I won't be forced into a program to help people when I don't need it. Now, what she did recently was just messed up. She wanted me to go over to her mom's house with the rest of the family on Mother's Day. Here is word for word what she sent me. Is there any way you can make it over to her house for Mother's Day? And don't you dare give me an I don't know. I was in second period and I just wanted to leave the class and call her to tell her to never talk to me like that again. I love my grandma but she's really starting to make me feel like the only real family I have is my mom and stepdad and his family. I just can't deal with her anymore. It's the perfect time to say that you are your own person, that you're going to make your own decisions and if she cannot support you for who you are and the decisions you make you probably will start distancing yourself a bit. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys can't get enough of hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, Entitled Mother Demands That Her Son Gets To Ride My Horse. I have three horses, two who are really sweet, and one who has extreme anxiety and is terrified of people, especially young kids. He was hurt for the first six years of his life, He was a lesson horse for kids who would often be kicked hard with spurs until he was rescued and later I bought him. And that was four years ago when I was 13. 
I'm now 17 and I've used so long to gain his trust. That's just some backstory that'll be important. Also, my horse gets anxiety when he isn't with his siblings or with me, which is also important, I think. We had an open stable, which is basically an event where families get to come to the farm and meet the animals and try riding the horses, and the owner asked if they could borrow the two sweet horses, which I agree on. Since I couldn't leave my horse with the other horses, I was also asked if I could go on a few trips with some visitors to teach them how to ride. It was a very short trip. One of the trips stood out, however. A boy, maybe nine years old, was put on the laziest pony ever and he did not seem happy. He saw my horse, he's a shire by the way, so he's huge, 17 hands aka 68 inches or 173 centimeters from the shoulder down, he's bigger than me, the kid lit up and jumped off the pony and walked over to me with the mother right behind and this was the conversation. The mother said, excuse me, my son wants to ride that horse, can you switch? I said, sorry, no, this is my horse. She says, no, it's the farm's horse. I said, no, I own him, he's private, but no, he can't ride my horse. She says, why not? He doesn't want the lazy horse. I said, it's my horse, and I'm guessing your son has ridden very little. This horse is not for beginners, and he doesn't like strangers. Then Entitled Mother grabs the reins. My brother was close by and got the lady to let go, but it was not over. The Entitled Kid said, I want to ride him. The Entitled Mother said, I know, but that boy won't let you. He doesn't think you're good enough. The Entitled Kid started crying and yelling, I want to ride it over and over and I got annoyed. I said, lady, either you get your son's butt on the pony or leave, because you aren't going to ride my horse. It's dangerous, and if the kid falls, he'll get seriously hurt. She says, no, it won't. He'll be okay. Brother says, lady, the horse is almost my height. I've landed in the hospital because of that horse, and I got away with a broken arm. That horse does not like kids. Your son will get more injured than I did. OP is basically saving your son from a lifetime of pain, or maybe death. It's true, my brother tried to ride my horse and was bucked off. The Entitled Mother said, you're just making that up because you're some stuck-up rich brats. I said, all right, lady, leave. I'm not going to take you on the ride. She says, I'm telling the owner. I said, go ahead, I have six witnesses that can back me up. After that, Entitled Mother left, and I was later asked about it from the owner, and nothing happened to me. The owner took my side. I hate that this Entitled Mother very clearly treats these horses like some toy. Like there's some commodity that you can just hop up on and everything will be hunky-dory. This isn't some metal wagon ride. Our next story is, Entitled Mother tells me that I should be ashamed of my chipped nail polish. This happened years ago and I just remembered the episode. I was at the beach with my mother and her best friend's family. At that time, I used to live in a hotter country where we go to the beach pretty much for a whole month. A family of three joins us. Apparently the husband was one of my mom's friend's cousins. Him and his wife, entitled mother, and their daughter, nice kid, go to place themselves not too far from my mom and I. No words at this point were exchanged between us except for, Hi, nice to meet you. After a bit, I decided to go for a swim. I stay there for about 15 minutes. I was getting out of the water when entitled mother stops me to ask me to watch her kid and my mom's friend's kid, Claire, one second because she needed a swim. Claire's a well-behaved kid and they both seemed pretty chill, so I agreed to it. The swim just took a few minutes, nothing crazy, luckily. The nice kid was on an inflatable ring, 
So when Entitled Mother was done, I turned around the ring and went towards her. She looks down at my hands, looks back at me and says, That's disgusting. Your nail polish is so chipped you should be ashamed. Why didn't you just get rid of it before coming here? At that point I was very confused. This woman doesn't know me at all, asks me for a favor, and then proceeds to insult me? I say, we're at the beach, it's not like anyone would look at my nails, plus, I don't care. She says, but I did, and it's so disgusting to look at. You're a girl and you clearly care about your appearance. Maybe referring to the fact that I had waterproof mascara on? You should care about these things. Be a real girl. I would never let my daughter go around like that. Let's remember she was still talking about freaking nail polish. Her poor daughter was splashing around with Claire looking a bit embarrassed. I said, okay, your kid, your choices. She says, but I'm saying this for your sake. It's not nice to go around with your nails looking like that. At that point, I started walking back to my sunbed because that conversation was getting ridiculous. My mom's friend saw Entitled Mother talking to me and stopped me to ask what did she say. Clearly, she knew her well enough. I briefed her on the conversation we just had and she replied, This is the first and last time we invite her to join us here. And that was indeed the last time I saw Entitled Mother. Also, funny enough, I was sitting in the sunbed drinking soda when Entitled Mother walks back to her spot with Nice Kid. Just after we had our conversation, she sits on her deck chair, pulls a razor from her bag, and proceeds to shave her legs right there at the beach in front of everyone. But hey, chipped nail polish. How freaking dare you? What a piece of work. Is there anybody listening to this right now that can possibly think that chipped nail polish is worse than shaving your legs in front of everybody at the beach on a beach chair? You might get a troll or two that says, I do, but I think you're going to struggle to actually find somebody who seriously does. Our next story is, Entitled Parent Nearly Breaks My Airsoft Gun. Backstory, I own a Sig Sauer P320 Airsoft version. I use it as my sidearm and use a different gun as my main firearm, but for today, just because I thought for fun, I would use my sidearm only. Story, the round I was in had just ended, and I felt that my gun needed a bit of maintenance and some grease. I sat back on a table, disassembled it. Note, it isn't too hard to disassemble the SIG. I had all the pieces laid out and was greasing them. I saw a kid, entitled kid, and his mom, entitled parent, walk into the waiting area for the games. I was seated near the entrance, and as they walked in, they say me. The kid had a rental gun, which is pretty crappy, and it went into the round. His entitled parent sat down near to me and got onto her phone. I was still cleaning and greasing everything when the kid got back. It was fairly obvious that the gun was broken in some way by the way he was looking at it and was kind of shaking and winding the mag. For those who don't know, the way to cycle BBs in a high-capacity magazine is there's this wheel you wind in the bottom to feed. He walked up to his mom and started whining to her about it. She did this long, drawn-out sigh and walked with her kid to the front desk. I don't know what happened, but I can only assume they probably told her to wait because she came back with her kid whining and yelling about how it wasn't fair. Now I was ready for the next round, so I picked up my pistol and walked into the arena. The round came and went and was really fun. When I went back to my table, the kid had picked up and was toying around with my gun. I'm usually fairly chill if people ask to see mine because it's pretty decked out in terms of attachments and looked like something you might see in a video game. I let him play with it, but then I wanted it back because, 
Well, I decided this round I was going to use my rifle. I asked for it back, but he ignored me and kept playing around with it. I asked a little more forcefully, but he still wouldn't give it back. Finally, I had enough and just took it out of his hands. The kid started screaming and yelling about how he wanted it, but the round was starting soon, so I just went into the starting area. Then the mom, without eye protection, went into the zone. Now this is a huge no-no in pretty much any airsoft establishment due to the possibility of being shot in the eye or really anywhere in the face. The ref asked her to leave, but she kept protesting that I had taken her son's gun. No, I'd been there quite a few times, so the refs knew me and my gun and told Karen to either get out or be escorted out by security. Quick thing to note that'll be more important later, I had left my SIG back at my table. I played the round and as I was walking back to the table, I saw the mom and her kid. The kid had my SIG in his hands disassembled. The SIG isn't that hard to disassemble. Now this by itself isn't a huge problem, it still is a problem but he was smearing the grease into places grease shouldn't be, and on the handle of my gun. I sprinted over and took the parts of my gun back. The kid again started crying. This is when Entitled Parents stepped in. Give my son back that toy. Yes, she called my gun a toy. I said, no, I will not. This is an expensive item that I won't just hand to your kid. She says, no, you give it back right now. I said, no, I will not. She said, if you don't give it back right now, I'll call the police. I said, for what? She said, for hurting my son's feelings. She no joke said that. Me struggling not to laugh. Okay, you can call them. One, that's not a thing they'll arrest for. And two, I have dozens of people here who will likely testify against you. The entitled parent then slaps the parts of my gun out of my hand. Now I freaked out because if one of the pieces hit the floor in the wrong way, it could warp. And if my red dot on my pistol hit the floor in the wrong way, it could shatter. Luckily nothing broke and everything seemed fine. This is when security came and took her away. I could hear her screaming about the police and how she would sue me, all while she was being taken out by security. Funny thing is, this isn't the first time I've had a Karen encounter in Airsoft. And I've had quite a few entitled kid stories about Airsoft. Sometimes it really pays off to be a regular in some places because in this situation, all of the staff just right away seem to jump right into action and have OP's back. This next story is, father passed away last week. Younger sister and her ex asked about getting their son's college fund before we had the funeral. My father passed away last week following an accident. He had set up a college education fund for each of his grandchildren. I have an older sister and a younger sister. The younger sister has an addiction problem that she refuses to get help for, even though she had many generous offers to pay for rehab and pay for her ongoing expenses while in rehab. More than five years ago, her son no longer wanted to live with her because of her addictions, so her ex got custody. She has not visited her son since then, even though she has visitation rights. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Because of this and several other times where she refused to take responsibility for her actions, just about the entire family went no contact with her five years ago. Only one cousin was still in contact with her, but she cut contact in early 2022. Arant, dad's sister, felt younger sister should know about dad's passing. So she did contact her with the news and information about the funeral service. Younger sister only wanted to know about what will happen with her son's college education fund and would she have access to the fund. Her son still has another year of high school left. My older sister did contact younger sister's ex because she felt our nephew had the right to know about his grandfather passing and have the opportunity to attend the funeral service. The ex said he would bring our nephew to the funeral, but then he wanted to know about the college education fund, and if he would be getting access to this. I'm the person in charge of all the remaining education funds, and I can't even access them yet. But the trust is set up so that I'm only able to make distributions to the college, university, or vocational school. The grandchildren must first be enrolled in the school, and then the funds go directly into an account at the school to cover tuition, fees, and books, and possibly housing if they live on campus. After this was explained to my younger sister and to her ex, the conversations quickly ended. Neither my younger sister nor her son attended dad's funeral service. Also, the ex told older sister that our nephew will be on academic probation when he starts his last year of high school. Good thing the educational funds are also able to pay for vocational school and training. Needless to say, it sounds like this is one of those situations where they set that trust up very well. If you have any semblance of wealth, setting up a really good trust is definitely the best way to go about it. And especially if, like this family, you have an inkling that they're not going to be the most responsible if they just have the money. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not inviting my brother's girlfriend to my dinner? I, 22-year-old male, go to college with my brother, 20-year-old male, who has been on and off with girls since he's been here with me, decided not to invite his new girlfriend to me and my girlfriend's, 23-year-old female, dinner with her family. It all started when I first met her. My brother and I had a wedding to go to and told him to meet me at my apartment. Unexpectedly, he shows up with his new girlfriend of two months at my apartment and walks in. I'm not one to care, but he didn't introduce her to me or my girlfriend as they sat on my couch. His girlfriend then proceeded to talk about how messy our apartment was and that she would never let her place look like this. Keep in mind that we had just moved into this apartment and we weren't done fully putting everything away. I had given him my car as a birthday gift 
as I was recovering a new one from the company that I work for and exotically told him to not let anyone but him drive since this was a special car to me and meant a lot. As we were leaving this wedding, I see her hop in the driver's seat and skirt away speeding down a rocky road due to where the wedding venue was, carelessly driving the car. This was the first day I met her. Fast forward a month later, I play football at a Division I school and have taken it very seriously. During one of my games, I'd come to find out that his girlfriend had been chirping at some of the other players' parents and was told that my mom, who was there, told her to cut it out. His girlfriend then proceeded to cry and make a scene and run down the stadium to the fence that divides the field from the fans. His girlfriend of three months now is screaming at him to get his attention on the field to tell him that nobody in my family had her back. When in fact, my mom had quieted the people she started chirping first. To me, these are some serious red flags. Now to the dinner that started my stressful downfall. My girlfriend's parents were coming into town for a game, which is a rare occasion as they live far away and always take us two out for dinner. I had asked my girlfriend if it would be okay to invite my mom and brother to this dinner so that our families could have some time to spend together. We had both agreed that we didn't want my brother's girlfriend there. I went to talk to my brother about this and explained that with the interactions we've had with this new girlfriend, we thought it would be best if she didn't come and that I just wanted it to be my family there because this was our dinner. My girlfriend's family also doesn't know this girl, and at this point, we don't know how long she's going to stick around. He agrees with me and says that he understands and she won't be attending. The next day, I get a phone call from my mom about me not inviting his girlfriend to our dinner. Turns out he later left that night and called my mom to talk to her about it. My mom immediately chose him over me and saying that my girlfriend has manipulated me and is a mean girl, saying how it was messed up that we wouldn't invite his girlfriend to our dinner, and petty that we wouldn't invite her because of the interactions and rude comments she's made towards me and my girlfriend. The conversation ended with my mom stating that either she gets to go or nobody is going, now showing me her true colors of what she really thinks of my relationship which she had seemingly been fine with for two years I've been with my girlfriend, which has grown to be serious. Since then, my mom has fought all of my brother's battles for him, which has ruined our relationship because my brother refuses to stand up for himself and actually talk to me. My mom has a conversation with my girlfriend, where my mom had villainized me about my brother, stating I've always been a bully to him and have been more fortunate than he has with my opportunities in life, trying to have my girlfriend pity my brother. And when I asked my mom about all these things, she said that my girlfriend was a liar. This now leads into Christmas and the New Year, where on New Year's Eve, my mom proceeds to become very drunk and crap talk my girlfriend to me, all while my brother's girlfriend crap talks us and continues to stir the pot. After New Year's, my brother moves back home to play football at a smaller school. Two weeks after that, I find out that his girlfriend will be moving with him as well. The most shocking part is that she's moving in with my mom and not my brother, who lives two hours away. In March, I have to come back home for a funeral for a family member who I was very close with. Well, after the funeral, I found out that my brother's girlfriend had cropped out my girlfriend that they were in a picture together with my family member who passed. When I went to talk to my mom about this, all she had to say was if my girlfriend knew about it, 
and gave every excuse in the book on why it was okay that his girlfriend did that. I have since removed myself from the situation and have focused on graduating here this weekend. I've now found out that his girlfriend will be attending my ceremony and graduation activities when my feelings and thoughts about her have been said and known and do not want her here. Am I the jerk? I mean, if you don't want somebody at your graduation, you're not the jerk for saying, hey, I don't want you at my graduation. Opie needs to put their foot down and start making some boundaries here. Our next story is, my entitled aunt tries making me give my stuff to my cousin. This happened yesterday, so I'm a pretty big fan of Marvel. And some of my favorite memories of all time are the original Spider-Man trilogy with Tobey Maguire. A few months ago, I saved up all my money to buy the original action figures of Spider-Man, Green Goblin, and Doc Ock from those movies, as I've always wanted those figures ever since I was a kid. They cost me a lot of money, but I was extremely happy with them. Just yesterday, my aunt and my 10-year-old cousin came over to visit me. He decided to hang out in my room, and that's when he saw the figures. Surprisingly, he didn't even want them. He knew they were special to me. And we recreated scenes from the movies with them and we played Smash Bros, Mario Kart, and Minecraft for a bit. That was until my cousin went downstairs for a snack and my aunt came in. Aunt said, give him the figures. I said, I'm sorry, these are mine and they're very special to me. She said, sorry, but they aren't yours anymore. My cousin decided to come back upstairs to continue playing Smash Bros. That is until he saw me and my aunt arguing. Cousin said, what's going on here? Aunt says, he won't give these dolls to you. Cousin said, I don't even want them. They're his and he told me that they mean a lot to him. The aunt said, sorry, they're yours now. Cousin said, I already told you I don't want them. I reply, he doesn't want them. Aunt says, yes, he does. My aunt grabbed them. However, my mom heard the commotion and came into the room and stopped her. Mom said, what is the meaning of this? Cousin said, well, my mom is trying to give his figures to me, but I don't even want them because they aren't mine. My aunt said, well, he said he wanted them. Cousin said, no, I didn't. I said, he's telling the truth. Aunt said, I don't care. My mom said, they're his and they mean a lot to him. Please just give them back. Aunt said, fine. My aunt put the figures on the shelf and she grabbed my cousin and they left. This morning, my cousin called me and my mom and apologized to us about my aunt's terrible behavior and he told me to take good care of the figures which I will. This aunt is a pretty horrendous person. Where did she get it through her head that she deserves to take all these things? I think she's kind of a klepto. I'd be worried and taking a second look all over the house and places that she's been while she's over if she acted like that. Our next story is, my entitled mother tried to rent my spare room out to her friends. So this happened about 18 months ago, but I only just remembered when I came across an entitled parent story on TikTok. Basically, I began living above a pub that I own. It has a large two-room living room connected via an archway and a curtain across it. My youngest sister and her friends began staying in one of the living rooms that had the privacy of the curtain. My office was the other living room. This flat also has two large bedrooms. Mine is the biggest. My mother was helping me set up the pub since I'd also gone back to university a year prior. My mother hired a chef who lived on an island nearby. For example, Isle of Man, who had been her friend years back but I'd never met. She had offered him a job here because he'd been looking to move back home. Then all of a sudden she tells me, he'll be staying in the second bedroom for a while until he gets a place sorted. 
I hated the idea and tried to protest a lot because I didn't want a strange man living with me and this was the first place that I had to myself I hoped to enjoy being on my own. My mother mentioned that it'll only be a little while, a couple of months max. It didn't matter anyways because the guy ran. My mother's best friend, who would help me sort the pub out a lot and I'd known for years, was also in between places at this point. So after the first guy left, I suggested she move her stuff. She said it would only be for a month while she finds somewhere else, so I said no worries and she moved her stuff in. Then it turned out my mother's other best friend also started needing a place to live because he didn't want to live at home with his parents anymore. So my mom invited him to live in my flat. When she told me this, I questioned where he would even stay. She replied, you'll have your room. You stay in that living room with a curtain. And then when first best friend moves out, second best friend will move into that room and you'll get your room back. Well, I responded I didn't really know this best friend that well. In the 10 to 15 years of their friendship, I met the guy only a handful of times. My mother responded, Oh, it's only until he gets a place. It'll be about six months. Whenever I pushed or said I didn't feel comfortable or I wasn't going to give up my room, she would get annoyed and say she's just trying to help her friend. That Christmas, the first best friend stuff was still there. But she wasn't staying there, she had her own place, but she just left a lot of her stuff here for a while. My sister came back from uni for the holidays, and at that time we were discussing that in the summer break, she would live here too. My youngest sister was still living in the living room with her friends too. Then my mother said, since first best friend has a place now, second best friend can move in. I replied saying that my sister is living here, but that means that my mother had a spare room. So why can't her friend live with her? Her response, I don't want them, the second best friend and his girlfriend living with me. I like my space. I replied, well, you know him better than I do, so I don't want him living with me either. She responded that he's desperate for a place to stay and mentally it's taking a toll on him. So I replied again that he should live with her then. She actually got angry because she was just helping her friend. He never ended up moving in. But it felt like my mother was always offering my spare room up to anyone that walked by. My boyfriend actually put a lock on all the doors on the inside for safety when the first guy stayed for a week. Just to clarify, I live on my own. None of her friends live with me and I have the place to myself now. She doesn't work at the pub anymore. Mentioned in a comment what happened. And now that I have my own place and the pub, I've stood my ground a lot more and say no a lot more. I don't get guilt tripped anymore and everything is good. My mother and I get on better now that we have separate lives. I just thought it was a funny story because I find the audacity hilarious. Also, my mother doesn't take no. She'll use guilt or she'll say trust me or she'll get angry at you. It's easier said than done growing up like that. I've said in a few comments that this has gotten better because now I can say no and that'll be the end of it because it's my place. But it took a while to find it. Oh, I hate anybody that just resorts to guilt tripping you excessively. I'm so terrible at just saying no to people who are like that. I don't know if it was how I was raised or anything, but man, I hate having to put my foot down and say no. But at some point, you do have to find that voice. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. 
That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.